0: Good morning, everybody. It is the Plank Show, a busy, busy Plank Show here for you. It is OU Media Day from here at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. The defensive coaches just got finished up. Ted Roof was uh, up there, obviously, the Sooners' new defensive coordinator, meeting with the media and that was press conference style for Ted Roof and then really some some breakouts with everybody after that Ted Roof uh, I believe he was down there for a few minutes even past the podium but it was you know not the first chance we've had to speak to a lot of these new Oklahoma assistant coaches but it does again each and every opportunity that we speak with members of this new coaching staff, and particularly on the defensive side of the football where you've really seen some wholesale changes, each opportunity, right, dating back to just the the announcement of Brent Venables as the new head coach and then, you know, one hire after another, boom, you move on into the spring. You, you start the spring. You hear from the coaches. Uh, obviously, maybe even you date back a little bit before that and you talk about the signing class that was for Brent Venables and company the close to the 2022 class okay a little milestone there but then as you're building for the 2022 season you think about the start of spring spring practices the spring game itself talking to the coaches along the way you had obviously big 12 media days and You you had the coaches luncheon last week, and now today is the official sign, the official start with OU Media Day. Camp's here. Camp is upon us, and a lot of the conversation today with a bunch of the different coaches was about, hey, what does this position battle look like? What, uh, What does that position battle look like? We've got a ton of audio to bring your way. I got to sit down and spend a a good portion of time with new defensive backs coach new corners coach jay vilai who is awesome and you'll hear it here this next segment but one of the questions that i wanted to ask coach vilai was hey you've You've settled in, and we, we talked a little bit about his Y-O-U, which he's been asked before, but now that he's had several months to kind of reflect on it and to be in Norman Y-O-U, I wanted to hear his thoughts on that. But perhaps more pressingly, and more importantly for Oklahoma fans, now that he's had time to, since he got hired throughout the spring, Little bit in, you know, spring ball as well. No doubt there's been film study there during that portion of Oklahoma's calendar as well. Now that Jay Valais had some time to really dissect what the 2021 season looked like for Oklahoma, and now that he's had a little bit of time throughout the spring, and obviously now that he knows his personnel, you arrive as a new assistant coach, and step one, ground zero, is Getting to know everybody, not just the players, but the other members of the coaching staff as well. And Jay Villay had a couple of those relationships uh, already in place. Obviously, it's been well documented how he and Brent Venables first met one another. But now that he's again had that time to think, look, dissect, how can this defensive backfield, particularly his cornerbacks, how can they get better? What has he seen? that they need to improve. And what you'll hear from Coach Valai, not to just totally paraphrase him again, I'll just play this for everybody and stop rambling, and next segment you can hear what Coach Valai had to say about it. But basically, one of the immediate critiques or comments that he had was, we have got to be better pre-snap. So Oklahoma, his guys, they, they need to be prepared in a sense that they know what's coming, and they – can pick up on those cues that offensive players are sort of laying out onto the table pre-snap, every pre-snap. You think about Oklahoma defensively, and obviously the passing defense was an area that Oklahoma really, really struggled in a season ago. They ranked 109th there. I didn't get the chance to swing over and hear from Todd Bates, though it's my understanding that Plank has sit over – some audio from Coach Bates as well. Miguel Chavis was down there, and it's it's tough to figure out. It's like, where where are you going to sit down and which coach are you going to talk to? You you just only have a limited amount of time with each coach. You'd like to be able to talk to Todd Bates, Miguel Chavis, and J.Valai and spend 15, 20 minutes with each, but unfortunately, that's just not the reality of how all of this goes, but there's – Strength and numbers. Plank's in one place, I'm in another. And so we've got all of those bases covered. We uh, have Jeff Levy, who is obviously up on the podium as we speak. So we'll have plenty of Jeff Levy. We have to wait until it's uh, all finished up. But we'll share that with you this morning. Then uh, the schedule as well for the rest of this morning kind of looks like this. Offensive coordinator Jeff Levy's going right now. Then we'll hear a little bit more from Levy as he breaks away from the press conference portion and just into the actual breakaway booths. The other offensive coaches, they'll be there. They'll be available. Then head coach Brent Venables will be live at 10 a.m. We will carry that as soon as it finishes up. So just ballparking it here, I'm guessing that means for us right here on the ref probably about 10.30, We will have Brent Venables for you maybe a little bit after that, but certainly we're going to share all of Brent Venables' press conference to kick off OU Media Day and really the start of fall camp. We are going to have that for you coming up in the midway through the 10 a.m. hour, and then we'll see about the player availability. The uh, players that are or were tentatively scheduled to be available, Billy Bowman, who is – an interesting defensive back that I think a lot of people at the safety position would love to hear from. Justin Broyles, again, another defensive back that's going to be very important to this season. Dylan Gabriel, probably don't need to tell you who Dylan Gabriel is. Eric Gray, Reggie Grimes, Anton Harrison, Andrew Rame, Jalen Redmond, Danny Stutzman is on the list today. Michael Turk, David Aguebu, and Theo Weese who – Theo Weiss will be somebody that hopefully is not just tentatively available. Hopefully he's here today because Theo Weiss, how he's recovering, where he's at physically, that's going to be one of the, the biggest storylines, really, of this fall camp for Oklahoma. So it's going to be a fun morning. Going to be a fun morning. Josh Elmer here hanging out with you. Plank is down below, and I think that he's just he's hanging out and asking questions, taking in the press conference of one Jeff Levy, the Sooners' new offensive coordinator. So he'll have plenty of thoughts, I'm sure, to share from that. So let's take an opening timeout. It is the Plank Show. We're hanging out at OU Media Day. want to make sure we have plenty of time to share all of our audio with you from the assistant coaches. Let's hear from Jay Valai, who I had the chance to sit down with the. Couple other members of the Oklahoma media and chat with this morning bright and early from here at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Josh Helmer alongside Chris Plank here in just a little bit. We got Connor Pasby back in studio as well. Hour one as always brought to us by Van Who's Fence. That is VHFence.com. Jay Valai next. Let's hear from the Sooners corners coach. Josh Elmer hanging out with you. It's the Plank show right here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Oh, man, it just hits a little bit different. Hanging out at the stadium, east side, club side, baby, Gaylord family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, starting to feel a little bit like football, starting to feel a little bit like football, where OU football media days are underway, and probably we could go back and roll the tape, and I'm going to make a massive hypocrite out of myself right here, right now, but... Is it okay? Which, by the way, welcome back, everybody. Josh Elmer. We will have Chris Plank alongside before long. He's hanging out, listening to, taking in, maybe even asking questions to Offensive Coordinator Jeff Levy, uh, just one floor below us here at the Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, east side for OU Media Days. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby, which is, Connor, good morning. Tell me if I'm crazy here, but and this might be a little bit hypocritical or maybe I said this last year, but there's something a little different about OU Media Days today, and it's just kind of fun to be around a group of coaches that it's fresh for, right? I mean, especially defensively, which that's who we've – heard from or who I've heard from so far this morning are all of Oklahoma's new defensive coaches. Defensive tackles coach Todd Bates, Brandon Hall, the Sooner Safeties coach, Jay Villay Corners, Miguel uh, Chavis, obviously defensive ends and edge players, Ted Roof, uh, linebackers. We'll hear from Brent Vibbles a little bit later, but there's something refreshing, something fun about talking to these assistant coaches, Connor, and they, they... Kind of have that sense that they want to be here, right? They they want to be talking to us. I, I know greedy media guy here, but I do think it speaks a little bit to the excitement of just fall camp and really getting this thing going for Oklahoma. It feels it feels a lot
1: different from last year, for sure. This new exciting coaching staff and especially the how much fire they've been on the recru, the recruiting side of things the last three three four weeks. They just picked up a four-star Colton Vasick from Austin, Texas. I mean, there's just so much excitement with this new coaching staff so far, and Josh, football can't get closer. We have 32 days away. We have OU Media Day. We just heard from Ted Roof. He got Jeff Lebby right now. We'll get some Brent Venables later on, but we have plenty of media for the Sooner fans to get to, and if you want to watch it live, Josh, you got Sooner Vision on ESPN+. So really exciting time, and Football can't get here soon enough.
0: No, it cannot. And the beautiful thing is it will be here soon enough. So nobody freak out, baby. Nobody freak out. We are inside five weeks to kick off know OU Media Days. It's going on as we speak. So without further ado, instead of or in lieu of me just continuing to ramble on and wax poetically about how exciting the 2022 football season is. Are we queued up back there, Connor? Do you have the J. cut that I sent you? Yes, we are. Yep, we are
1: good to play it.
0: Well, let's do just that. Let's hear from Oklahoma's co-defensive coordinator, one of several co-defensive coordinators for Oklahoma, the pass defense coordinator for OU and then uh, of course the cornerbacks and nickelbacks coach, Jay Velay. Here was uh, Jay Velay meeting with myself and the rest of the Oklahoma media just some short, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes ago
1: and change the, the national perspective?
0: Yeah,
2: rewrite the book, you know what I mean? It's it's a clean slate. Rewrite the book and show who you are, you know. and, and uh, But it starts. It don't start on, on Saturdays. It starts on, on the practice. So practice habits, came reality, and what's real is real. When you press play, you've got to see who we are. So whether it's that pre-snap communication, whether it's that, you know, uh, seeing formation ideology, understanding what's coming, and uh, down-and-distance recognition and just – playing the game within the game. You know, play chess while they're playing checkers. And the more you see things like that, guys will play fast and be aggressive and be assertive and play convicted. You know, I don't want guys to play confident. That's the number one thing I keep preaching to them. It ain't about being confident about being convicted in every play and every snap. Have you seen
1: any veterans kind of take that personally and and take that mindset of the past personally and really want to flip that script and and change that? They all take it
2: personally, and I love it. I want you to take everything personally, and I call them out for it too. I'll send them messages. I was like, hey, you're the butt. Hey, look at this. I'll find him. I want, I want them to see it, right? I want them to have that chip on the shoulder. Like for me as a man, you know, you know what I represent when I'm on that football field, if, if I'm playing and they're talking about me because that means they're talking about my family, I take it as disrespect. So what do you do when you get disrespected? You go work and you go prove it on Saturday. But the way you prove it on Saturday, it's on a daily basis. Because once again, practice habits, game reality. You got to practice with dominant practice habits. PDU's top of the route. You know, punching the ball out. Being violent when you're hitting somebody. Being violent and block destruction. You know, this, this game ain't for the timid. I know that much. So, you know, show who you are. Create that history of violence. Oklahoma's always been based on it. All great defense has been based on it. Creating a, a constant history of violence in everything you do. And watch what happens. You'll produce.
1: Jay, I had a question. I asked Coach Bates about poetry and how it affects the locker room
2: and the coaching staff. <laughs> I just want to know your view on it. Uh, the poetry, uh, poetry slash acronyms of, uh, uh, of everything we do, it's good, man. It's the tie base special, you know. Anytime TB talks, uh, the guys feel it and uh, it sends a message. So I think, once again, as a teacher, you got to be able to to come at guys in constantly different ways to, to get to their why, to get them thinking. And uh, TB does a great job of that. And, and uh, BB tried a couple of those as well too. Bates snaps like this. BB's more like this <laughs> and here, as always. <laughs> but uh, it's been great, you know, being around a guy like uh, like Bates with uh, the way he thinks outside the box from that perspective.
0: Uh-huh. Jay, what's uh, what's been some of the biggest positives for you dating back to the spring with this staff Um,
2: the biggest positives once again is the culture and the mindset and uh, everybody to an us mentality, and it's we, it's us versus the world, and it's been uh, it's been awesome from that perspective. Uh, being around BV and uh, being the places I've been, obviously, you know, I, lo- I love I working with uh, Coach Statement on a daily basis, and and thinking scheme with him, and thinking outside the box, and uh, you know, with Chris Ash, or whether I was a Kirby at Georgia. So uh, I've been around some pretty dang elite minds on defense and and i fully believe this guy obviously bb has, has been the best coordinator in college for the last 20 years so being able to go back and forth with him thinking outside the box and just different things to add has been tremendous and and uh having him i along with coach roof and and uh the rest of the crew has been uh, fantastic
0: obviously you've got an important fall camp coming up oh here, yeah oh yeah but what excites you about this group as you get set to embark on that?
2: Uh the, the mindset, more than anything else, the, the the mental disposition of the guys, too. They got a giant chip on their shoulder. They're putting in extra every single day. You don't have to, you know, you get what you demand. And in my group, I'm demanding those guys to play with a violent, you know, mentality and disposition and being ball conscious and, and being the hardest working group on the football field. Like, every day is a constant competition. I want to be the best, you know, starting your own box and just keep growing. So uh, those guys, their mindset from top down, from from uh, Woodrow to the to the young bucks in, in uh, Gentry and Rowe, uh, those guys have been working man tirelessly, effort, grind, blue collar mentality, you know, and and uh, that's what I love about them right now. You've
0: talked Jay about you know why Oklahoma in the past, yeah, and not to ask that same question again. I hear it a lot. I hear it from a lot of people. So, but now that you've been here a few months, why Oklahoma? What's kind of stood out for you personally?
2: It, it's it's a combination of both. Uh, uh, elite scheme but also elite people and family you know I, I, you know every time I'm around BV and then my son's around as well too and you know you're getting everything you want when I was at you know around those other elite minds as well too and and able to go back and forth with them but um, now my family's around even more so and then just the unity of the of the coaching staff and and we're all locked in and I love the places I was at before I don't, I don't want you to get that twisted at all but uh this place is different and BV is different. And uh, uh, whether he's uh, making jokes and, and ragdolling me, and uh, as his words, uh, <laughs> he's just a tremendous guy to work for and uh, to be friends with. came back for more. I Go guess, ahead. You know, from back in the day from when you got started, how is this next month ball camp different? And how has it evolved? How oh, from when I played? Evolve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, when I played, it was eight a days, it felt like, and uh, two padded practices and, and getting to hit people and, and – uh, uh, well, everything was different you know seeing stars was different aka as well too so <laughs> you know it, it was uh, it was a different game and uh, but I think this is smarter we're saving guys bodies but still physical as well too and uh, uh, you know it's the same thing you know it's a long day but you're doing what you love so it's 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 uh, it's awesome to do on a daily
0: basis working with some of the programs you've been with the last few years this yeah your first one here what developments have you seen with working with some of the coaches you have?
2: Yeah, it's great. Like I said, being, you know, I've been close to BB for a while and uh, you know, the way we really started being friends when we were recruiting out there in Miami, became really close and started talking ball. You know, it was just family and ball. Family and ball. Family and ball. And, uh, going back and forth with him with scheme ideologies and, and thinking big picture perspective and whether it's pre-snap looks, whether it's simulated pressures, whether it's six man pressures with different coverages behind it, just thinking a big picture with them on a constant basis has been awesome. And to me that he's the best defense of mine in college football the last 20 years, maybe all football, to be honest with you. And, uh, um, it's been tremendous working on, with them on a daily basis. So, uh, it's BV, you know, it's, it's boomer, that guy. And, uh, <laughs> It's just been tremendous.
0: Where do you see that this defensive... Uh, ...didn't send all the way through? Oh, well, you get uh, the gist of a good portion of what Jay Vali had to say. Josh Elmer, alongside Connor Pasby, it is the Plank Show right here on The Ref, our number one. As always, it is brought to us by Van Who's Fence. That is vhfence.com. Connor, just to paint the picture, because obviously you're only getting the audio portion right there, but, I mean, as Jay is talking at the beginning, man, he is smacking the fist right into the hand. He says, these guys, I'm telling you, they are chopping at the bit. They are ready to get going. And I guess I'll just paraphrase a lot of what Jay Vali had to say about where this group, he feels it can get better. And, again, it was just the the preparation side, being able to understand, read, and react. And he said not to have an idea, but to know, to, to go into pre-snap situations. And because of what you've studied on film, because of the tendencies that you've looked over with your opponent, you don't think you know what's going to happen uh, pre-snap on, on a given play. Obviously, there's a little bit of give and take right there, but – that's somewhere that he thought Oklahoma, particularly his corners and his nickelback, somewhere they really, really needed to improve on. But uh, he's pretty awesome. Very, very, in, uh, very in, cool.
1: Very energetic and fiery guy. Family and ball, Josh. That he says family and ball.
0: Anything particular jump out there that Jay Vali had to say? I know we... Didn't didn't get to play all of it, unfortunately, and that's probably my fault on the editing end and what I sent over. But anything in particular that grabbed your attention?
1: Well, I heard him say uh, two or three times that Brent, Brent Venables is the best defensive mind in football. So that, that's all you have to hear right there. So he speaks high on the guy and said that what he had talks with him uh, from recruiting in Florida. So he's been around Brent Venables. And Josh, before that, he's been at Alabama, so he's, he's experienced all. So I think this is—he's just—he's a perfect fit for the cornerbacks for DJ Graham and Woody Washington.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all of that comes together for Oklahoma. And I think with those two, DJ Graham, Woody Washington. You know, Woody, of course, was sidelined for much of last season, and that was a big part of the. Reason Oklahoma struggled defensively, stopping people from throwing the football around the yard. DJ Graham, you'd like to see more of that? I don't know if we can say that one-hander versus Nebraska. I I don't know if we could expect that on a week-to-week basis. I wouldn't wouldn't
1: mind seeing another one of those.
0: Maybe mix in one more one-hander somewhere down the road, but just more consistent play. From the, the corners across the board, they have got to be able to find that 109th against the pass. That is very un-Oklahoma-like, and that is not how championships are made or championships are won. So, Jay Veli, new corners and nickelbacks coach. We've got plenty more to share with you. Let's take our second timeout of our number one. If you want to chime in here, too, I think we could squeeze a phone call in if you... Give us a buzz on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Hour number one or, you know, the first portion of hour number two would probably be the right times to jump in because 1030, 1035, we're going to have Brent Venables that we will air in its entirety for you. So give us a call if you want to, 405-329-9000. Air Comfort Solutions text line, obviously, all yours as well, 405 651 34-39, it is the Plank Show. Let's hear from Miguel Chavis. Let's hear from Todd Bates. And uh, let's hear from the rest of these Sooner coaches next right here. It's the Plank Show on the Rep. Back with you. It's the Plank Show right here. Home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Morning, everybody. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby. Our number one brought to us by Van Who's Fence. that is VHFence.com. Uh, A couple of folks chiming in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. You can too, 405-651-3439. Would love to hear from the people this morning. I know we're busy running audio left and right and trying to paint the picture and share a little OU Media Days with you this morning. But that doesn't mean that we don't have time for you on the text line or you want to call in the old-fashioned way on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. We can make that a possibility. On the text line, have they finished installing the new LED lights at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's a good, simple that's a good answer que- I can that's give good, you.
1: That's a good question. I don't think I have the answer either.
0: I don't, you know, I just walked over to the window here in one of these, uh, well, the suite that we're hanging out at, and I don't. I can't tell any difference in the lights I mean, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I just don't know. I'm sorry. I wish I had a concrete answer for you. Somebody else chimes in and says, ready to run through a brick wall, Connor, for Coach Villai. Speak the truth.
1: Man, you're firing up right out of the gate, and then you had the you fist pumping. Man, dude was just fired up from the get-go.
0: Yeah, he is He's pretty special, man. I am confident that he is going to have that defensive backfield, those corners and nickelbacks ready to roll in 2022. You know, somebody else that people are pretty fired up about is a man who comes into the University of Oklahoma with a pedigree of landing some of the nation's finest defensive tackles and, oh, by the way, coaching up some of the nation's finest defensive tackles. Mr. Todd Bates, what did he have to say this morning? We've got a little bit of Todd Bates, and here was the Oklahoma Sooners defensive tackles coach, also co-defensive coordinator, Todd Bates.
3: You hey, what We always talk about in our culture, break the tape with your face. And we got that image of a sprinter, you know, finishing and straining and leaning forward through the tape. And um, that's what we want to do, you know, it's an old saying, and it's cliche. It's not how you start, but how you finish, and um, you know that's what we're trying to do with, with recruiting, man. You want, and it starts with the relationships, and having a real one, and, and vetting out the people who aren't about that, who aren't about relationships, and and making sure you're on the right guys, which is people who want to, you know, develop as a whole person, you know, spiritually, academically, socially, and athletically and um, guys that are seeking what you got. You know, you go to the store, you're going for a reason. It's because that store has what you're looking for. And that's what we want to be. You know, we want, we want people here who, who are looking for what we have. And we got something great.
0: Is it human nature sometimes maybe to doubt yourself when, you've, when you're at a new place and you've not worked with certain people before and you're doing something for the first time and all of a sudden, wow, maybe this is going to be more difficult than you think? And, well, and then you guys had the summer that you have, and it's like, no, we knew what we were doing all along.
3: Oh man, I tell you what. I mean, it's hard, you know. Change, change is hard. You know, you get you get the chance to to grow, though. You know, you get the chance to not on, you know to grow your network whenever you meet new people, and um, you you know when you're trying to implement a culture, you know, something that, that is different than what your players had. Um, that's always tough. But our guys have actually made it easy because they're actually hungry for it. They actually want what we're serving because that's what we're doing, man. We're serving, serving them and nurturing them. And um, the recruits, man, they've they came in and, and they, they're seeming, they seeming to love what we're doing here. And it's all about you know the, the family atmosphere and um, the culture that we're building. Does it almost reemphasize what the culture is when you get the immediate buy-in and technically you guys haven't even coached a game yet? I mean, man, could you ask that one more time? Just as far as the buy-in, is it kind of reinforced the culture that you guys have instilled when you guys haven't even coached a game yet, and it seems like tenfold, whether it's the locker room or the recruiting side of things, everybody's buying into a belief into what you guys are building. Yes. I mean, when you get that buy-in from your players, man, that's just like um, it is affirming, and um, it is a breath of fresh air that they want what you have and that it's not pulling teeth you know, to get them to buy in, and that's that's what we've experienced. We've experienced guys who want what we have, man, and that's been refreshing.
0: There you go, associate head football coach at the University of Oklahoma, co-defensive coordinator, the run defense coordinator, defensive tackles coach. Yes, the man with many different hats at OU, many different titles at OU, Todd Bates, meeting with the media a portion of that, right there you could say this any season at oklahoma each game paramount importance to fans each season of paramount importance to fans but you know heading into 2022 just basing my thoughts here off of kind of that last question that eddie radosevich was asking about the the buy-in portion for oklahoma they do. They, they have this amazing buy-in Oklahoma does right now. Todd Bates does. Uh, at the top, Brent Venables does. Each coordinator at the University of Oklahoma, these recruits, these families, they are so bought in. They are so dialed in to the vision that a Brent Venables, that a Todd Bates, that a Miguel Chavis, that a, a Jeff Levy, up and down the coaching staff here for Oklahoma, the vision that they're selling these recruits, their families, and, and the players on campus appear to be so dialed in and bought into what this coaching staff is is preaching and what they're selling. Now, we're very excited about what 2022 has in store, and I'll, I'll be transparent with you. I didn't file a Big 12 media preseason ballot, but if I had, I'm picking OU to win the Big 12 conference. I... Don't think it's crazy based on the way the schedule shakes out. That And be careful when you say this. I don't think it's crazy that Oklahoma can go undefeated in the regular season. I really don't. The trip to Lincoln, Nebraska, okay, it's not a very good Nebraska team. I know that they played in a bunch of one-score games a season ago, but guess what, they lost eight one score games and they finished three and nine so you ought to be able to go to Lincoln Nebraska and win that game and then just up and down the schedule outside of Texas at the Cotton Bowl and the road trip to TCU we'll see I mean maybe maybe that can be More difficult than maybe it appears going in. But just generally speaking, getting Kansas State at home, getting Baylor at home, getting Oklahoma State at home, it looks like you've got your chief competition in Norman, Oklahoma. So from a scheduling standpoint, I love how 2022 shakes out for OU. And then just from a talent perspective, I just think OU is still better than the rest of this league. And, you know, you look and think about some of the departures that Baylor has had. We'll see about shaping at quarterback for Baylor. I think there's a chance that that's a step in the positive direction for for Baylor. I think it's a step up maybe from Gary Bohannon. But uh, that remains to be seen. That's no guarantee, and they've had some other defections and losses across the board. Baylor has, we know about, everything that Oklahoma State has, has to replace and is losing defensively. So with all of that being said, the scheduling for Oklahoma, how it shakes out, the – pieces that are coming back for OU, the additions that they've made out of the transfer portal, most notably the quarterback in Dylan Gabriel, I think OU's position to go win this league. Now, when you think about the buy-in and the buzz that's around this program and how recruits are reacting and how these players on campus are reacting, man, I really think for Oklahoma 2022, it takes on paramount importance just from that buy-in sense you don't want that buy-in to all of a sudden turn around and 12 months from now we're in august 2023 and it feels a little hollow the excitement that we had going into this 2022 season and the start of the brent venables era you you don't want any of that so how do you avoid that well you pounce you pounce on the 2022 season and you go win this Big 12 conference, and if you head into the SEC for the 2023 football season, then guess what? You go into the SEC having just won a another Big 12 championship. And then that vision that everybody's so bought into and dialed into, it just reinforces the why. Right? We heard Jay Vilaya uh, talk about these players need to find their why. Well, reinforce that why. Why is Oklahoma doing things the way they are doing them? And why is everybody bought in? You can again reinforce that by going out and making 2022 a season where Oklahoma recaptures the Big 12 championship, gets into a college football playoff, and well, I don't know, wins a college football playoff game, or uh, doesn't appear like the doesn't appear like the pushover in the college football playoff that Oklahoma has appeared as in years past. Josh Elmer, Connor Pass, be hanging out with you. Uh, I did see this on the text line as well. Uh, we, we got a couple of really good submissions on the text line. Somebody said, though, that uh, the fixtures are the fixtures were changed. The poles remain the same, so it's hard to tell. But the lights have been installed. So, yes, the LED lights, somebody said their company is the one that did it. And they, yes, have been installed here at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. So, to whoever texted and asked that earlier, yes, the LED lights, they are installed at OU. What about Miguel Chavis? What did he have to say this morning? He's quickly, Connor, turning into a fan favorite, I would say.
1: He is, yeah, especially after after the Colton Vasick commitment. He said he posted that video on Twitter, very fired up, and said, we just got better. So, man, he's, he's been tearing it up on the recruiting side of things.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, he is. And had a great finish to the 2022 signing class with Cavante, Henry, Grayson Halton, uh, R. Mason Thomas. I mean, just up and down what Miguel Chavis has been able to do on the recruiting trail is pretty impressive. And uh, he, as you might imagine, had a nice little – Nice little crowd around him. So let's hear from Miguel Chavis next. Josh Helmer, Connor Pasby. Plank is set to join us right at the top of the 10 a.m. hour. He has been hard at work, busy collecting audio from the Oklahoma offensive players that, uh, well, the Oklahoma offensive assistant coaches that are in attendance. We'll hear from all of the players, I guess, in about an hour, I think, is when they're set to meet with the media at 1040. So, We'll take a timeout, close up hour number one. We'll hear more from you on the text line. You want to chime in on the phone lines as well. You're more than welcome to. Josh Helmer, Connor Pasby, Chris Plank. It is the Plank Show right here, the ultimate location for Sooner fans. It's the home of Sooner fans, the Ref sports radio network. Back out to this. Plank Show, we're back with you. Josh Helmer, Connor Pasby. On the Ref Sports Radio Network, this is the home of Sooner fans. Oklahoma Media Day is underway. We've got all sorts of assistant coach audio availability that we have to share with you. Miguel Chavis, Brandon Hall, the offensive coaches, all of that is on the way here shortly right here on the Ref. But real quick, True Sooner has dialed us up. Let's get him in here. True, good morning and welcome to the show.
4: Hey Josh, how's it going, man?
0: What's up, dude? Hey man, it's
4: good to hear you on. Uh, wish you had more time during the day. Wish you had your own show, whatever. Um, but this this time of this time of the season is really cool. The anticipation is really cool for me because you know, I know we're all wishing it was September third and all that kind of stuff. But you know, you look up and then all of a sudden, in September four games are gone, and it's like it's you know the uh football season passes so quickly and you know in in 85 you know you didn't have their first game until September 28th i didn't know if you were aware of that or not uh, but it's just such a it's just such a cool vibe this time of season
0: it is and obviously because of everything surrounding this OU football staff in this 2022 season there's there's always great buzz and excitement for a football season, but when it's the brand new, when it's the unveiling of this new era of Oklahoma football, the start of the Brent Venables oh, yeah. era, of all of these new assistant coaches and faces, and oh, by the way, you've got some, some different player personnel as well, and Dylan Gabriel's the new face in terms of the quarterback at Oklahoma. I mean, there is... A nice little buzz, a nice little excitement, as there should be for 2022. So it's always exciting this time of year. And, I mean, there's reasons to be absolutely juiced about what 2022 has in store for Oklahoma fans. And, like I said, you know, last segment, to me, if if for no other reason than just to keep the snowball rolling downhill and picking up momentum, I think it's important that OU wins the Big 12 Conference in 2022 – and right. gets to a college football playoff or is in serious consideration for one of those four berths into the college football playoff. And, oh, by the way, if they get there, to not just be this uh, this you know right. stepchild to the college football playoff, to be a serious factor in it. So it's important, Where man, because we can talk buy-in and recruiting and everybody seems like they're digging OU right now, but – You know this as well as I do. That can change real quick if all of a sudden you lose three football games.
4: Were you aware of that September 28th start in 85?
0: We've talked about it in the past. Yeah, that's so weird that they didn't – and that was not how it was scheduled, right? It just – so so cancellations or things moved it around that way?
4: Yeah, so OU was – their first game was September 14th was supposed to be against SMU. It was so weird that they didn't play the, the first week. Everybody else played the seventh. And uh, OU didn't play the 7th. They first game started the 14th, which was SMU. The game got moved to December for television. And then the weird thing about it was they had an off week on the 21st that was scheduled in. So you talk about – so I I saw a stat one time, and I don't know exactly exactly what the exact stat was, but it's something along the lines of the OU game was a night game in Minnesota on September 28th, and it started at 7 o'clock. I can't remember the team. It was Florida or somewhere, somewhere south. Anyway, by the time OU kicked off that night, this team had played five games already because uh, they played zero, you know, whatever it was, the zero. Yeah. Uh, and then they had played four. So, I mean, that was kind of cool. It was a long, long way. Uh, you know, it took forever to get here. But it was kind of cool because while everybody else was kind of off in November, OU was still playing and they had that home game against smu in december so it was kind of cool but it just it seemed like it was, it was that wouldn't happen today
0: no 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 now there will be some teams that will have obviously played those week zero games before oklahoma right. boots it off this season versus utep but the idea of teams haven't played four or five games is just crazy <laughs> hey true i gotta run man that's hey, it man. For our number one hey, for hey, us
4: man. all right man thank you
0: oh you media days where we're hanging out it is the plank show josh elmer alongside connor pasby Coach uh, Venables, I think, is uh, running a little bit behind schedule, so I don't know that he's going to get going right at 10 a.m. We'll have his press conference for you in its entirety as soon as he finishes up this morning, though. But let's hear from the rest of the assistant coaches. we got a bunch of them that we could share with you. In hour number two, it's the Plank Show on the home of Sooner fans, the ref.